What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. This episode is going to be about a, a little bit of mixed bag of people. This one's about our boys Dietrich, Ford, and Bruce. We kind of wanted to lump them all together because we didn't really know what to do with them. They're all kind of rolling for the same same spot on the team, so we wanted to just lump them together because, I mean, none of them are really going to have a, a significant enough role to do them by themselves, so we decided to put them together. So without further ado, let's start talking about them. How's your day, Murph? <laughs> Not great. Long day. <laughs> As you can see, I'm already psyched for spring training. I got this shirt. The I got the Yankee shirt off eBay. It's a Yankees uh, Hawaiian shirt. Damon got one too. You guys need to get your hands on them before we get there because I'm wearing this thing for the rest of time. I'm not wearing anything yeah, else. What do you mean you'll pass? Not a grip. Not a big Hawaiian guy. You don't have grit. That's what I don't you know like. if I want to be by you at spring training if you're wearing that every single day until then, but I do. Why would you not want to? The stench of a fucking champion it? right there. I don't wash it until we win a World Series. I think that's the way to go. This thing would get fucking disgusting if I did that. So anyway, let's talk about these guys because like I said before, they don't really make up a they're like they're not good enough on their own. Like Jay Bruce has had his time. Jay Bruce is the one to me that actually had the most like success on his own in his career on the field, just in any capacity. Like he actually was good with the Reds. He was pretty good. I'm not looking at his stats right now, but I remember him being a good hitter, and he can definitely hit bombs, and that could definitely play in, in Yankee Stadium for sure. So, but when you look at all these players, Ford, Bruce, and Dietrich, they're all the same. They're all lefty bat. They're all power bats. And they could, all, they could all take advantage of the short porch for sure. So I personally love it. I love that we have depth now, and that was a big thing for Boone, to, and, or not Boone, Cashman, to get some depth here. And these are kind of like the, the finishing touches, these two. In the addition, because Ford was going to be just like the sole guy, like the pinch hit guy again. But now he added a couple extra bats. Gardner not even included in this conversation because I think he's going to have more of a role we're going to actually do a full roll call on Gardner, but I think he's going to have an actual full-blown role, and I think we all think the same. So that's why these guys are going to have much less of a role, and I think, Murph, you mentioned it before, what you think actually the loser of this competition, so to speak, like where do you see them being? Like I think only one of these guys actually gets significant time on the team, at least to start. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think, I mean bear with me but i don't want to see any of them in the mlb because i don't think if everybody's healthy i don't think any of these three guys get up there but realistically with injuries i think a couple of them if not all three of them could wind up in the mlb at least at some point and i feel like they all bring something different to the table because jay bruce is not going to step foot in the outfield if he's playing he's either pinch hitting or dh'ing there is no way i 
see him getting even an inning in the field. Dietrich, on the other hand, plays a bunch of different positions. He plays pretty much anywhere in the infield, and he can slide into a corner outfield slot if you need to. And then Ford obviously plays first. So as for who comes up, it depends on what we need. If we need somebody that can come up and hit and also play the field, then it looks like Dietrich, if it's any position other than first. If Voigt gets hurt, I see Ford coming up. And then Jay Bruce, I don't know. But he, he might be the best. He's definitely the most experienced out of all of those guys. So maybe he comes up if we don't need a field, somebody to field. We just need a pinch hit bat. So that's so, kind of where I see it. I'm kind of with you. I, I, Dear God, if any of these guys are playing regularly, then we're fucked in the first place. There's a lot going on and a lot bigger concerns. But I actually saw something today that was kind of um, – it's kind of exciting for Jay Bruce <clears throat> since Statcast was invented. You know, I'm not going to like break down year by year or anything like that. But since that was brought into play in 2015, which I think was his like age 27 season, he's been consistent in all the important metrics. You know, barrel percentage, um, exit velo, launch angle, all that. He's still consistent with those numbers now as he was when he was 27, 28. So, you know, I I know that's not the end all be all. It's not the biggest thing in the world, but if if nothing else, that's kind of a positive sign as somebody that can come off the bench, especially in Yankee Stadium, you know. And like like I said, at the bare minimum, he can provide a power bat. You know, if we need a big home run, that's somebody that I wouldn't be totally just terrified by if they came in. Yeah, I mean, like you said, if any of these guys have a major role in this team, we're not we're not in a good spot. The season did not go as planned. But, I mean, I even looked at a couple of these guys. Like, you look at Bruce. I mean, Bruce has 313, I think it is, 318. Yeah, I was making sure it was the right number. 318 career home runs. Like, this man doesn't mess around. Huh? I believe that's seven. I saw today that that's seventh among active uh, players. Pujols, Cabrera. I know Cano is above him. Encarnacion. Encarnacion, Nelson Cruz. And two others that I don't feel like sitting here. I feel like he flies under the radar. Like, that's wild that he's that high. I mean, I, I assumed that, and I didn't know where he ranked. I was actually going to try and look it up, and I'm glad you found that out. That's like He's like the sne- one of the sneaky power hitters of the last decade that nobody talks about. You know what I mean? Because he's kind of yeah, just, just been bouncing around. He went he's from, went from Cincinnati, where he was actually kind of sick in Cincinnati. He had he was, came in 10th in MVP and then 10th in MVP two years in a row in 2013 and 2012 he stayed in cincinnati for a while then he what he went to toronto i think it was yeah, yeah he, he went he oh, i think I don't he even split know what that is. the 2018 and 2019 seasons I, I don't think he i think he played for like three different teams during two years yeah that's actually wild about dietrich no no no. no 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 bruce oh, oh, oh i was like dude what the fuck are you talking about sorry carry on no yeah murphy right he played for what is on baseball reference? What is TOT? It says MLB next total. total. Okay, total. so those are his total stats. So then in 2017, he played for the Mets and Cleveland. About the majority of Mets, a little bit of Cleveland. 2018, he just played for the Mets. In 2019, he, he played for another two teams, Seattle and Philly. And now he's with the, the Phillies again. Not, I mean, most recently, obviously, yeah. he's with the. <laughs> he's with. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm because I'm just looking at the most recent thing on uh, baseball reference, yeah, and it he, says Phillies. He, but he's with the Yankees. I'm not mistaken, he did breaking news. The last half of 2019 with the Phillies, and then last year, or was it just? Didn't last? he hit a really big home run against us in that 2017 um, 
division series? I'm pretty sure he did. And the game that Francisco Lindor hit the grand slam after the foul off the uh, butt of the bat and all that shit, I feel like he hit a really big home run in that game. I don't know why. I could be way wrong, but it sounds right. It's very possible. I'll go with you. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll, did you guys hear what Cole, while we're talking about Jay Bruce, did you guys hear what Cole said about him? No, what did he say? So he was talking, I forget who the article was from, but they were interviewing Cole about the signings in general, and it's particularly Bruce. And he said that Jay Bruce is one of like the smartest hitters he's ever faced. I think. I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the article in front of me, but I'm, I believe Jay Bruce is around like a career 245-ish hitter. I if you had baseball reference up, check it. He's a and career he's 245 on the long. dot, Murphy. Wow. And uh, I believe off Cole, he hit 306. So Cole said, so Cole came out and said he's been outsmarted by him and was just saying that he, if he finds himself on the major league roster, can bring that. Basically, whether That's whether wild. he still has the bat speed or whether he can or can't get down to first baseline before like you get to and from the bathroom. I didn't look this up. I would like to know Chandler if you want to look this up. What are his numbers in like pinch hit spots? Because I feel like a savvy veteran like that, he might he may get my vote before we go into who like who we're choosing to be in this spot. I think part of the argument goes to Bruce because, like you said, he's that savvy veteran. He has good at bats. And I think that plays for this role specifically, when especially when you're going up against two other guys who are not nearly as experienced as you are in doing that. And Dietrich, and right. I mean Dietrich, kind of gets a little bit more of the notoriety because he's like a, you know he gets exciting. in he gets exciting. He's a character. He's a character. He gets in the fights. He watches, exciting. and then you, then Ford. Like I mean, I think Ford is in third in this competition. Are we in agreement there? No. Okay. So that before we get there, before we get there, we, we haven't gotten to our vote yet. We're gonna get to a vote at the end. But I, I mean, I just think, I mean, why don't I make my case? Let's go around the room right now and say who we think is going to be this pinch hit spot. Actually, better yet, sorry, bad radio. But let's define what their role is gonna be. So, because like, like, what is this? Like, what is this is lefty it? bat? Is this a lefty bat off the bench? Are we thinking they're gonna be doing? Are they uh, a rover? Because they're not necessarily all the same position like you said Dietrich on the up before we got on is listed as a second baseman but he kind of plays a little bit all over the place Ford is a first baseman kind of that's it and then Bruce is more or less an outfielder but he's really not he's kind of been a DH for his last couple of years I mean he's he's old he's up there he's 33 years old he used to be a good fielder used to be but now he's old so you know I I think what do you before we say what I think what do you guys think this role is going to be for these guys I think they have, in a broad sense, the same role where they're bringing them up for their bats. They're not bringing them up to start every single day. They're bringing them up to fill a utility role, which to me more or less is the same utility role, which is you're at Yankee Stadium, short porch and right field. You're a power hitter. Do that. Do that. <laughs> but when you kind of pull it back a little bit, they it switches a little bit because it depends on the needs that we need, especially defensively. Cause Jay Bruce, I think is the most experienced and probably talented hitter that out of these three, but he's limited in what he can do. Cause if he comes up, he can't come off the bench and play the field. He's coming in to pinch hit to be replaced by somebody else on the bench in the field, or he's DHing or pinch hitting for the DH. So he can't, it's not like he can come pinch hit in the seventh inning for, you know, 
basically anybody in the field and then go out and play that position for the last two innings of the game. Whereas Dietrich can do that and Ford can do that in at first base at least. So I think I, Ford, know, I think that's the difference. I think Ford, he's the only one with uh he's still got minor league options left, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's going anywhere. Realistically, I don't think all any of the three are gonna make the roster. Um I think Ford's gonna be around longer just because he still has those minor league options. Uh, I th- I don't see Jay Bruce or Dietrich, maybe Dietrich, because he's still 30, but I don't see either of them sticking around to play AAA. Sure as fuck not Jay Bruce. I mean, he's 34 years old. He's not going to just be hanging out in AAA. Um, so I, I realistically, I think they'll probably get cut, and Ford will just kind of be the shuttle guy to come back and forth when inevitably there are some injuries um, just to be a bench bat. But, again, that's if any of them make it, that's their whole role. Is bench bad and exactly what Murphy said. You have one job, that's to come in, hit a clutch home run. If you don't, uh, everybody's just going to boo the shit out of you. So they have, they have. I was just looking at the projections for both. For, I, mean, I think I, I personally don't think Ford has since, especially because he has options. I think they use them. These other two guys, like, are you really going to stash a thirty and a thirty-three year old in the minors? I, especially these guys. I don't know. I think these guys. You're bringing them up to have that veteran presence and go after a World Series because you're, you know, 26 men deep and and the 26th man is a fucking savvy vet like that. So that's that's why I love these moves first and foremost before any one of them does win this job. But I, I was just looking at the projections on on a Baseball Reference and these are usually like kind of conservative, which is wild because when I look at Jay Bruce's projection, they have him with 18 home runs. Which to me is, is no astronomical. If he There's hits no 18 home runs, I'll be chance. more than happy. And that, 50 if ribbies. He hits runs, that is a huge. How many games at this point? It doesn't say games in the projections, but it does say uh, 372 plate appearances. Damn. Which is it's like 100 games. That's that to me is there's no it's about 100 chance. Games. There's no yeah. way. Wait, hold no. on. Unless that's like maybe they're projecting. Are you looking at like stats? an old year? Dude, he hasn't. I mean, last. No, no, no. This is a projection for 2021. These are just ridiculous. It says but 71% reliance, be, too. Could they be projecting his AAA? Because he has a minor league contract. I don't think they do that for AAA players. I don't know. Because then when I go to Derek Dietrich, also, he's projected 14 home runs. So I, they haven't made up their mind. He also has a minor league contract. So, like, they could be You think that's what they're doing? I don't, I've never seen projections for minor league players. I don't know. Look up, like, Florial or something. See if they have them for him. Clint Clint is projected project 19 project. home runs, so there's no okay, way yeah. that they're doing. And they projected 441 plate well, appearances. In the MLB. Okay, but they're projecting 441 plate appearances. Uh, let me look up. So Florial, okay, you say 19 look home up, runs for Florial. Look up Florial. <laughs> okay, they have projections for Florial. Yeah, so they're probably okay. Guess is that's that, that makes a lot more sense then. Minor leagues that makes yeah. Okay, wait. Do they have Jason Dominguez on here? Because obviously he's not going to. I don't know. I don't know if they're projecting. I don't know if they go that low. I don't no, know that he's going to be the bat off the bench, but either way. So I was just trying to look at them so I could set an over under, and let's. I'll make my own over under. So over under whoever wins this role, over under. I got to think about it now. I wish I had the ten Jeopardy. Ten and a half home runs. Ten and a half. Uh-uh. Yeah, I think that's wait, a little high. Wait, wait. Eight and a half. O- over under eight and a half it's home runs for the bench bat. And we also, we also. Sorry, but. They're coming up, I think, based off injuries. Like if I think 
one or two people have to go down before any of these guys maybe even come up. You think that's true? You, have, you, you don't think KD this is like a, bench, I mean, look at Ford. Bench, you have Guardy on the bench. You have Wade on the bench. That's four. And then they, uh, Boone also said they might carry three bench guys and 14 pitchers at some points in the season. And, I mean, two bench spots are already guaranteed taken. So you're looking at one, maybe two spots to go between Wade, essentially Wade, Andujar, these guys. Oh, yeah. Andujar is so, not seeing the field this year. Okay, but would you take Andujar over any of these three? Absolutely. I think I'd take I Bruce would. over Andujar. I would not. You guys would both take Andujar over that? Over- Andujar is so good. I stand by this. Like, t- I will take that to my grave. I think Andujar is good too. <laughs> my rookie of the year. I'm not going to sit here and stroke off Andujar, but he I am. he deserves to be in the majors. I think, and I don't see him in AAA. So unless he's yeah. When you look at, I mean, you even heard Clint talk about it today, and he was super excited about getting. And we always try to find a, a way to work Clint's name into a podcast, even if it's not about him. But you saw him today uh, talking about how excited he was and like. And this is what I've been talking about him like every episode about like how the numbers we've seen, he played 162 career games to on the dot to this point, And his numbers are like pretty good. They're 24 home runs, like 80, whatever RBIs, something along those lines, nothing staggering, but he feels confident about those numbers. And those are in like spurts. That's not in consistent playing time. It's like, you know, you're just kind of floating around getting your at bats when you can. And that is kind of where I see Andujar. So I do see, why you guys still have confidence in Andujar, and I still have confidence in Andujar also. So maybe he makes his way into this conversation about this like bench bat. Uh, realistically, this guy is probably close, man on the close to. I was about to say yeah. close to to the twenty sixth man. Which in the fact that we're having this conversation, and obviously these projections are fucking not true, but the fact that we're having this conversation and these guys are the guys we're talking about. I mean, who was who were who was in the situation last year? Was it just Wade? Well, Ford wasn't even in the con- like Ford was no in the Wade was higher than Wade Wade's higher yeah conversation yeah like, anytime we that about, Ford's we guaranteed a roster Ford's spot about, what Rella last year you were talking about Ford taking Boyd's job at one point which obviously was an outlandish <laughs> take but it's not that outlandish that's that it was like, not outlandish at the time was. it was certainly no, a hot Ford take last year and I would stand by it because I didn't know what who was who knew Voigt was going to lead the league in home runs. Nobody. I'll tell you. Want to hear Ford's one sixty two game average? Yes, I do. From baseball <laughs> reference, it yeah. was it surprised me. So he had a terrible, terrible, terrible twenty twenty. But this is included in that twenty nine home runs, seventy four RBIs, two seventeen batting average, not great. Two seventeen, three oh eight, four sixty one slash line. Twenty nine home runs. How many career games has run. he played though? Because I know he had that one monster like August in 2019. The, the whatever he's only uh, played two years. And he said whatever fall that he hit the walk off home run, the like back to back with Gardner, or DJ, or against whatever Oakland. It was. Yeah, that year he had like fucking ten home runs in the last month. So I think those numbers are a little skewed. I would. Yeah, he's not... only played 79 games. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, those numbers are a little skewed, so I would not count on that every month of his major league career. Um, But Uh, it's kind of encouraging, I guess. I don't know. Do you remember when they compared Mike Ford? Yeah, those numbers are kind of skewed. Do you remember when they compared Mike Ford to Barry, not Barry Bonds, to Babe Ruth? 
No. No. You don't remember that? That was like all over the news. They compared they compared Mike Ford to Babe Ruth because he had those that that line of when he had a couple of walk-offs like within a couple of days and they just called him Babe Ruth. I remember I made the meme of him on Babe Ruth's face. You don't remember that? It's like a no, big deal. I don't deal. remember that. I don't remember that either. He's clearly not Babe Ruth. I mean Babe Ruth wasn't good, so it's not a big deal. So it's not like a crazy <laughs> comparison. You stop with that for one Babe Ruth wasn't a good player. And really neither is Mike Ford, so it, it works. But speaking stat, of Mike Ford, before your fun your fun stat, Mike Ford, he like he was literally Barry Bonds in the minors. <laughs> like, can we talk about that for a second? Because maybe that plays, and maybe like if he gets, I mean, none of these guys are going to get consistent playing time, but like maybe that adds to his case, does it? Can I pull up his his minor league stats? I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with it. He's seen the major league level. So is Dietrich, and so is I just thought it was funny, though. I mean, yeah. No, it is funny, but it has nothing to do with this. Out of these three guys, the other two have have done it in, you know, a big league uniform, not at fucking Princeton and in Trenton. So, yeah. That's a really good point. It it has zero. I think that has zero impact on it at all. He had a negative .6 war last year. That's good, now, right? Now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to shift my mind a little bit because I was originally pretty big on if I had to pick one, it was going to be Dietrich, I think, just because of the simply because of the upside. And uh, I'm starting to change towards Bruce a little bit. But one thing about Dietrich, people absolutely hate him. <laughs> Pitchers specifically absolutely hate him, and for good reason. So he averaged – Oh, I'm sorry. In 2016, he was hit 24 times. Jesus Christ. And um, 25 times in 2019. I forget how many games he played in, but the 162-game average for his hit-by-pitch is 27. Is that a record? That's a, that's ridiculous. I have no idea. I don't know that He loves getting hit. Hit-by-pitches in 162 games, but I mean – He's that's got to be it. I don't even need to look yeah, up the record. Him. Like that's got to be say it. You, say what you want, but like name your price type thing. Like what I know that's the that's the record. Like, I mean, he's just a hittable guy. I would hit him. Look at that picture of him on, I, well, on the I screen. Too, yeah. yeah, look at the one of his walk off or not walk off, but his home run against the Pirates, where he just sat there with yeah. like one button done, just fucking staring at it, like leaned so far back. That's, that was like the year before no. the let the kids play. Like that, I feel like would have been a little yeah. more acceptable. Like the following year with you know Tatis and Acuna, Dude. everybody came up and started doing it. He did it just a little too early. That's kind of that. why I want him to be the guy, just because. Me too. He, I mean, Dietrich just could be, Dietrich just could be like the goon. Like he, he just gets ejected, just fires up the team like lightning in a bottle, and like that could be what gets this team going. Like like when Boone did the savages in the box thing. It could be Dietrich, and he's fucking shredded. Like you see the pictures of him; he's absolutely yoked. Yeah. Put the picture on the screen, like of him, like where he's going like this, and he's just like fired up. He probably walked off a game first in his life, but like he just could be that goon, that like that fourth line banger in a fuck in the hockey team, just like going out yeah, there to fight. And if he goes out there and fights, and we leave all the fragile guys. And all the guys that we don't want to get ejected or anything because we need them to actually win baseball games. We leave Judge over on the side, Stanton over on the side. They could win a fight. They may get hurt on the way there. But we leave them over to the side. We let Dietrich just 
duke it out. Maybe that's the role. We were trying to pinpoint the role for these guys. Maybe Ford, Dietrich, and Bruce are all just going to be the goon squad, and they just they'll we're going to not put them on the twenty six man, but they're going to we'll just make them extra bullpen arms. So they just we just stash them right outside the bullpen. And if a, if a fight happens, they just run on the field and get ejected. But you can't get ejected because you weren't even in the game anyway. So, and like we could, so, we, Boone could just be like, "Nah, they're not even on the roster. I don't even know what they're doing here." So they just go to like jail for a night, and we bail them out, and like that's that. Dietrich, just the way <laughs> he is, he only needs one big moment. I'm telling you, if it's like even if it's middle of the summer, and Dietrich just let's just say it's this random summer game you know people are banged up nothing serious for fuck's sake please nothing serious and you know he comes in and hits a walk-off home run against the red Sox or something he could go over 80 for the rest of his time in new york and every time that man came up like they would be praising him to the fucking high heavens so you know that is he's just that guy if he if he did that exact same pimping of that home run in a night game against the Red Sox in Yankee Stadium, I mean, the dude's a hero instantly. So to final out, this this episode actually got kind of long. We thought it was going to be a short one, but let's put our picks rapid fire real quick. I'm going to go with Bruce for this spot. Chandler, what do you got? Bruce. Murph, did we convince you enough? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Bruce, but I'm also going to say that if any of them – were to make the opening day roster right out of spring training, I think it would be Dietrich. Interesting. Like I can just picture him having like a piping hot spring training and then just tossing him the last spot in the bench and seeing what he can do, especially if somebody goes down in spring training. That's kind of why I'm excited that obviously for a number, number of reasons, I'm excited to go to spring training, but he, these are the guys I'm going to pay attention to in spring training more. Like last year when we went to spring training, we were looking at the Luis Gills, your boy, like the four Luises. I mean, I don't mind Gil. Gil, too. But Medina was the main guy oh, you were Gil talking did, about. Yeah, yeah. Gil did, Gil did pitch. Gil gave up, I think, like four runs at the end. He gave up that grand slam. And the end. Like, there was one inning where the Sox came back a little bit. But the, these are the guys that, like, spring training doesn't matter for anybody. But, like, these guys, it, it actually really matters because they could or could not have a job. So that these they're actually going to be playing with some fire. They, they're almost like the just like college players that are trying to play for a job. They are literally playing for a job. And these are older vets that don't want to go to the minors. Like you think these guys want to go to the minors. They're going to be actually, that's a fun, what to watch for. These guys are playing for their literal careers. And I think if they get sent down, who knows? Like they could hang him up. Bruce could hang him up. If he, he could start another team. So maybe that's not true, but you know, I mean, I don't know if he could start on another team anymore. I mean, there are some bad teams. I think he could. He could DH for, like, the Mariners or something, especially now that everybody on the Mariners hates their own team. So I mean, the Pirates are pretty fucking bad. So, like, if if need be, maybe maybe we just, like, I don't know. Never mind. Let's just end this episode. This this episode is – this is fun to see what's kind of happening with this – group of guys this ragtag group of guys but in reality these guys have not much of an impact and if they do like we said before we're not winning the world series just put it at that so that will do Unless it from us decides to bring out a version of them, their past selves no see you guys later and if you haven't already these episodes are now going to be uploaded to youtube every time we have a patreon now every episode is going to be streamed live to patreon 
we usually we always actually record these after games during the regular season like roll calls aside roll calls are kind of like sporadically recorded so we just do a bunch whenever we're bored and then we just schedule them but for the regular season we release on tuesdays and fridays so we record them on monday nights and thursday nights so if there's a game that night we record them right after the game so it's like up to the minute so we basically get a live reaction on the patreon so it's gonna be a ton of fun and yeah hop in the chat talk to us we're always up for a good time so that's fun patreon.com slash 161 boys and give us a five-star rating because we love you guys so peace all the guys at 161st street i just have two words for you see ya Try to fool yourself till you believe it That you're better off not men not feeling But there's a sky if you jump through the ceiling Oh, we don't need to say we're sorry We don't need to worship heaven's heart We don't need to say we're sorry class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring this podcast unified healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by energy enhancement system or ee system if you haven't heard of the ee system you'll want to listen up this technology promotes wellness 
deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.